first three minutes. Where did I get this game? Also, I need to put my shit on vibrate. Welcome to Senpai's Playlist. And we're going to try. Oh, I had to. God. I had to. Okay. We're going to try this one more time from the top. Uh, I had actually, we had just started. My mom gave me a phone call, so we're restarting the first take again. Uh, Claire, use an Xbox controller to play your PC games. I have a PC controller over here. Uh, Ocean Gate apparently uses a Logitech controller to kill people. Don't get me wrong. I think it's sad. I think it's sad and tragic that people lost their lives, especially an 18-year-old. That being said, they gotta be some of the dumbest fuckers this side of the fucking planet. I'm sorry. There are... I've been like... At first, I wasn't paying attention to this. I was like, oh, this is sad. Like, why are everyone making fun of this? People died. And then when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, they were just fucking idiots. So Julie pointed out the, the actual ironic part of this is, so this group was, you know, a bunch of entitled rich people who, I guess, like to spout their nonsense about natural selection that tends towards the sides of, oh, you know, rich people are higher up because they have, like, all their needs met and everything and they're doing so well versus, like, us lower class, like, peons to them mean absolutely nothing. And, like, it's just natural selection at its finest. These rich-ass dumb fuckers pay to go underwater in this, like, non-sanctioned, like, submersible with, a like, a Logitech gaming controller as the, like, control pad, like, pad. It's like, hilarious. Oh, God, the thing that really kills me about this is, like, three things. One, people have been distancing, distancing themselves from this entire thing, like, we didn't help them build this. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. This, that, the other. This, too, the CEO who went on, Raven showed me a, either a YouTube video, TikTok, a video of this fucker showing the controller to guide the submarine and stuff. I saw that. And like, oh, nothing bad could happen. And then you got people, I guess whoever's next in line under the CEO, because the CEO was in the sub when they all got turned into, you know, people into human jam, was on some shit like, we don't actually use a game. Fucker, there's a video of this man holding the fucking Logitech controller. Did yo, you see that got delisted? Yo, I was about to say, Logitech controller, Logitech sales are tanking right now. Nobody wants this controller. It's so funny, because, like, the controller actually looks like, like, I like Logitech as a brand, but this looks like shit. Like, the controller looks like, like a PlayStation 2 era controller. Like, what are they even fucking doing? Like, I'm, I'm just trying, like, oh, and then third, third, okay. Do you know how much they were charging people for this undersea voyage? Wasn't it 250 grand? 250 grand. Yeah. I'm sorry, for 250 grand, I could get a night with Victoria Cakes and it would cost me less than that, okay? I could have a different porn, I could pay to be with a different porn star every night for an entire fucking week and still have money to wipe my ass. I this is what buy... rich people do. They go to space. They go under the water. They're just, they're sick of regular people vacations because Yo, that's their regular lives. I could buy an exact replica 
of the 67 Impala from fucking Supernatural and still have money to wipe my ass. You paid a quarter of a million dollars to get turned into great jam. What is wrong with this picture? This is just what, have you not like heard of these? This is just what rich people do. They throw their money at stupid things and then they die. I can see if it was like a once in a lifetime type of thing. Like, okay, like, oh, we're I mean, it is to- kind of close to that. So there are only like a handful of these types of things that are able to actually go to the depth of the Titanic wreckage. But my thing is this there are subs that are better built. And if I, assistant number one, correct me if I'm wrong from what you told me, is it true they use parts? Of a game console to build the. We're not talking about this but apparently, according to system number one, and I was trying to research this. Apparently, parts of a game console was used to build the the control program that controlled this whole fucker. So I don't know about that. All I know is that there's only there like most aquatic whatevers can't actually reach the titanic depth is what julie told me and the ones that can aren't like selling seats for it yeah because it's more for like research Research. oriented purposes submersible vehicles okay Mm -hmm. yeah no most submersible vehicles cannot survive a certain depth and even so not those that you pay to a quarter of a mil just to be able to hey i did this thing that definitely was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because it was a one-way ticket. Well, I guess the other thing is, like, maybe people, they were like, oh, like, so this is the fifth time they went down, I think. Yeah, that's my thing. They're saying that this is the fifth time. Okay, the fifth... I call bullshit. Something went wrong, and I'm calling bullshit. I don't think it was the fifth time. I think that thing has been out five different times, but I think this is the first time they went a certain depth. I could probably tell you exactly what the fuck happened. The CEO personally took them out because they're like, you know what? We don't want the experience. Oh, let me see if I can do my best douchebag. Listen, we are the top echelon. We don't want what the other peons are pleased pay for. We want an exclusive type of experience that no one else can provide us. And the CEO was probably like, you know what? You're right. You put a lot of money into this. So, you know, I will go out with you myself and we will go to a spot that no one else has been in. And, you know, you can sit there and they're probably down there and he probably got to a certain depth. And somebody was probably there like, hey, yo, boss man, um, this might not be the best idea. He probably like, hey, I pay you. You don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm doing. And then next thing you know, you heard someone go, what's that? Pepsi can. <laughs> I mean, the good news is it was instantaneous. According to science officials, it was, it was instantaneous. So they wouldn't have suffered. But just to me, that is scary as fuck. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It reminds me. Someone was like, do you want to see like a video of like, AI recreation of what it probably looked like, and I thought they meant like the inside. It just was from the outside, so I was like, not that exciting. You actually want to watch these fuckers be crushed from the inside? I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Why are you? Why are you? Oh my god! <laughs> It'd be funny. 
I really need to stop. I really need to stop sleeping with crazy women. <laughs> really need. To stop. I'm here for the gore. It's not like it's real. It's AI generated. Oh my god. Anyway, speaking of once in a lifetime things, today's topic is about anime that only lasted for one season. Now, when we originally came, when we were originally discussing the topic, Claire had some guidelines that we had to follow for this so to qualify to play a track on this episode the anime had to have only lasted for one season and there had to have been 30 episodes max okay so anything less than that qualify anything more than 30 does not qualify so and for a minute it took me a bit i was like oh man because at first i was gonna play twin star x stuff from twin star exorcist i was like that's 50 fucking episodes holy shit i forgot this thing went on for a while um Something else I was going to play, I was like, man, I, I'm about to like just go against what Claire said. And I was like, oh, wait, because I forget I have so much music on my phone. So, like, I'll be driving home from work. I'll just be hit shuffle on my playlist. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot about this anime. So then I came up with the three I got. Um, the one on your list, I still need to finish watching. Which one? Oh, wait, no, it doesn't say Summertime, right? No, uh, summertime. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but, uh. This is an even number of episodes, so I believe I go first. Okay, so my first track of the night. Uh, let me pull up the pull up the list. But yeah, uh, the sub thing. Uh, look, again, I did not understand the memes. I thought it was horrible until I found out the complete and total fucking idiocy of all this. Okay, that's like people like all right. All right I, I'm thinking to myself like all right, stupid shit rich people do. Uh, hunting endangered animals in the oh, Sahara. Did you hear about that too? What? what? Like I thought it was. Like, oh wait, no, it wasn't endangered. Never mind. I was talking about. There's this other thing, not endangered animals. Technically, I guess I think it was like a football player got, is getting called out for he killed a bear because it was on his bucket list. I mean, but here's the thing: bear hunting is a thing. People legally hunt bears. I mean. I mean, like, here's the thing. People. I feel like if you're gonna hunt a bear, you need to make it less, like, a more even playing field. No guns. Only melee weapons. That's not hunting a bear. That's called suicide. Okay. Melee weapons. You could use like a sword or something. I feel like that's a pretty even fight. Do you know how? Between a football player with a sword and a bear. I'm gonna play my first (laughs) track, and then we'll talk about this. This is last theater from fucking uh oh god death parade, and this is the ending of death parade. Here's the track.
mm. is usually frowned upon. We're back. Uh, that was Last Theater from Death Parade, and that's the ending of Death Parade, done by Noisy Cell. Now, Claire, have you ever seen Death Parade? I have. Death Parade's really good. Yes, it is. All right, for those of you who don't know, the concept of Death Parade is it's an anime where people die, and when they die, they get uh, sent to a bar, so to say. Kind of like and purgatory. Sort of like that. And then they're judged, and depending on how they're judged, they either go to heaven or they go to hell. But the way they're judged is they play mini games. Like the first episode, man, uh, I don't even want to ruin it. Go watch it. It's great. Okay. I think it's only like 11, 12 episodes. It's great. The opening's a banger, which I'll probably play as a bonus track. And the ending is definitely like, the ending is some shit you listen, like that is, it is some emo shit. Like you're having a bad day, throw on fucking um, Last Theater from Death Parade. That does not mean order that to your playlist, Assistant One. Anyway, now me and Claire were talking about uh, this. And do you, what's the name of the player? Oh, let me look it up. Uh, we were talking about how he's an Eagles player. An Eagles? No. Oh, football player. Yeah, football player. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think it said he was an Eagles. But regardless, uh, a former Philadelphia Eagles and Colts and Commanders. I guess he has okay. a lot of things. Well, um, his name is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz? Yes. Carson Wentz is out here killing bears? No, well, not here. He killed the bear in Alaska. Bow hunting. So I approve more of the bow hunting part, but still more of the right, bucket list this, okay. versus necessity. Carson Wentz isn't that unknown of a football player. He's actually pretty well known. Okay. Wasn't he? Well, it said he was like a Super Bowl winner. Yeah, he. I think he was with the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. That being said, okay. So on the one hand, hunting hunting bears is not illegal. There are certain seasons that you can and cannot hunt bears. Especially in Alaska. Alaska's probably yeah. the most legal, but I think the, so the most criticism came because he posted a selfie, basically. Not a selfie, but like a picture of him okay. sitting atop the bear or like behind but the bear. But that's what people like, do. This is a common thing. The only, I think it's like you said. Yeah, plenty of people, when they go hunting, they take a picture with their game. Okay. I don't know the exact... Uh, ramifications are circumstances that led to the hunt. I don't know if it was one of the things, because there are some people that they purposely set it up to where they get an easy kill. There are some people that actually go out and hunt and track they have to like track it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's one or the other, but people will take a picture of the game they bag. Do I believe hunting for sport is a good thing? No, I personally hate it. I mean, just... If I'm gonna hunt something, I it's want gonna to be for fucking food. Yeah, like if like if I decide, all right, I'm gonna go deer hunting. Guess what? I'm not gonna post its head on my wall. Like, no, I'm gonna take it somewhere. I have someone make jerky and shit like that. Okay, get. Have a you had deer steak before? No, I think. Be this careful how you cook it, just because. Back living in I okay, so in Idaho, everyone has their own venison freezers. Yeah. Uh the only person I really like hung out with that made like these types of like venison steaks mm -hmm. man like you'd be surprised someone who works in a kitchen i'm so surprised it was so dry like well venison's one of the things i know things it's a lot gamier so it's yeah it's gamier but if you know how to make it like yeah 
Beer. Like when I've had it in stews, it's been a lot better. Well, case in point, like we're just talking about the berry hunted. Um, you can actually eat bear meat. It's yeah. difficult as hell to prepare, but you can actually eat bear meat. And the way I found this out was from Food Wars. Because I thought like, all right, no one actually eats bear meat. Now I went and looked it up. I'm like, oh, and then Bidget with Babish did an episode. I was like, you can actually eat bear meat? I feel like I mean, pretty much any kind of meat you can eat. Did I get a system Apparently, bear steak's really good, according to Assistant One. But regardless, I don't know the circumstances behind it, but this is a thing people do. Like, I mean, I get it. Everyone's judging him because, like, oh, how dare But I feel like part of it could also come from the fact he's literally a white dude. And this is, like, again, so hunting, like, especially up north. I don't know if it's the same in Alaska as where I used to live. So everyone got their licenses, except for if you were Native American, you didn't need a license like that. You could hunt year round. You didn't have to wait for the on season because Mm -hmm. it is such a big part of their culture. It is such a big part of like the fact that we stole their fucking land. And like we take something that they find, they have like so many beliefs and practices around and we literally created a sport around it. Like it's a little offensive. Well, um, unfortunately, look, uh, he's done nothing wrong. Like, legally, no, but as a public figure, he's definitely going to get a lot of online hate. According to this, Alaska has a substantial coastal bears population, has a substantial coastal bears population with the most liberal hunting season and bag limit anywhere in Alaska. The bear hunting season is open for nine months per year, offering four months, April, May, August, and September of prime bear hunting opportunity. The black bear hunting season in Alaska is from September 1st to June 30th. So he just basically, he's over, like he's within, he's within the time frame. I'm not saying that it's like illegal. I'm just saying it's about intent morally. Like whether I believe he deserves this flack he's getting or not. I don't know. I feel like people are going to be judgmental of stuff regardless because it's like, oh, you're a football player. You shouldn't be doing what this man does in his free time. is his fucking business. I mean, it's not like the he's... thing. And so, you know, we have like so we have what's called the culling. So in my area, because we oh, yeah, overpopulation a big ass animals. city yeah. Yeah. around a giant forest swamp, we have a huge overabundance of deer. They become an issue yeah. with cars. So even just like right down the street from where I live. Every year they have a deer culling where anyone with a license can go and hunt deer with like, I, like outside of the regular hunting time and just like kill a shit ton of deer. I mean, and the thing is, I, at the same time, I, I, I see where it's problem, problem, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Problematic. Problematic, yes. What was the word you said? Problematic. Problematic. Yeah, you both That's had it right. Pro- both of you had it right. Problematic. Um, I can see where it's problematic. Look, I'm on the, I'm of this mindset. When I go fishing, I actually want to eat the fish. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Is like, so like here, I have nothing against the culling. It's for a specific reason, especially yeah. if you like eat and take your kills. Yeah. But so the other it, downside of this is not everyone does that, and we just find dead deer everywhere. So like, I mean that, like, and, you know, that's bad because it's like it's also illegal. You need to properly dispose of your kill. Yeah, kills. I mean leaving it for like the, uh, I just. So I think a lot of people that they'll actually do hunter-wise is they will cut out the parts they want and then leave the rest of the carcass just to rot in the I road. Mean, well, like, back to back to what I was saying about the whole, like, he he's in a public eye. People are going to be, like, not agree with everything he does. 
fine, okay? It's not like he, he hunted a tiger. There are people, millionaires, CEOs of companies that are well-known who go out and hunt endangered animals. And don't t- and no one knows about it because they don't take a picture of it or whatever. But, like, their close personal friends know about it. And no one bats an eyelash. It's because he's in the public eye. Hi, Jules. That, you know, this is a thing. Uh, so, not endangered, but didn't... Isn't this, like... So, the I know the CEO of Jimmy John's got in trouble for posting pictures after he hunted a bunch of lions. Hold up, hold up. Let me see this. Let me look this up real quick. But I'm, like, I'm 100% pro hunting. Like, I want to go fucking kill something and eat it. Oh, wow. Uh, Jimmy John Leotard, the founder CEO of Jimmy John's Gourmet Sandwiches, has been criticized for hunting big game and posing with endangered animals he killed. So it is the endangered. photos are reportedly 15 years old. Which is past the statute of limitations on that, I believe. Regardless, like, um, oh, look at that. Delivery with a smile. <laughs> Abba, the best food in the world. Anyway, all right, so let's play your track next, and then all we're right. going to get into, like, the the past couple of weeks of releases for various video games. So what do you want to play your first track of the night? All right, my first track of the night is actually from an anime I mentioned the last podcast, which is from Beyond the Boundary. Uh, okay. So this is the only ending to Beyond the Boundary, which is Daisy by Stereo Dive Foundation. And I just mentioned it, they did an opening for Food Wars. So here's a track. Take a look into my eyes. I'm gonna 
Oh, no, we can talk about this. Uh, but after, all right, we're back. Um, that was Daisy, the only ending to Beyond the Boundary by Stereo Dive Foundation. Now, before you tell us about your last day at a current place of employment, at your most recent place of employment, what, all right, I think we talked about Beyond the Boundary before, but we did. We uh, did? So, yeah, I this is one of my suggestions from the last podcast. It okay. is a... It kind of like, I guess I would say supernatural, which is like a supernatural fantasy about the like last person of this like special clan who is like a hunter of sp- certain types of spirits. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, we did talk about this. And I was like, I need to add this to my list. And I definitely Her like not. specific trait is like what's considered what they call like, oh, well, it's a cursed trait. And it's the ability to manipulate blood. And she befriends another, like, one of their own kind. So her, she befriends a guy who is half Yoma, which in is what they technically hunt. But he's half Yoma, half human. And so he's also, he's an immortal. And he has a thing for girls with glasses, who, which is, like, what she happens to be. They become friends. He teaches her more about the actual spirit world and makes more, like, friends. And then they find out there's, like, it's much more in depth, but obviously, like, not going to spoil it if you want to watch it. Definitely check it out. 
Yeah, I'll def I did put in a suggestion just now. Hold on a second. Okay. I thought, like, maybe the dog pooped or something, but he yeah. did it. He you guys still using the indoor stuff, or are you, like, you trying to acclimate him to walks? We're doing a bit of both. I mean, he's been going on the pads, which is a good thing. We've had Especially a few with mis- carpet, it's a little dangerous. Yeah. Or... We've had a few mishaps here or there, but for the most part, he's getting better with just going. He's going on the pads predominantly, mm-hmm. but we're slowly trying to transition him to, like, walking outside. Just Because we just recently got him um, groomed and his nails filed down because he was... Scratching up a lot of us, like playing around. Yeah, it's just it's been kind of hard because weather's been so erratic. Oh yeah, so, just like, all I can say is be wary of the carpets because with pet deposit and regular yeah. deposit, if they're not in great condition, you're not getting either of those back. Oh no, like we have to go buy a vacuum cleaner and a couple of. Uh, anyway, so oh, if you need a vacuum, I might be able to help out. Uh, my dad is a vacuum connoisseur oh my and gosh. is he just, great at finding and fixing really good vacuums for really cheap. I'll let you know. But anyway, um, I do owe you a trip down there one of these days. Um, I'll probably have that after the baby comes. Yeah. All right. So what happened during your last day of five? So Claire has been working uh, two jobs, as we, as we discussed past couple episodes. GameStop at Five Below, and the side hustle. So now, Claire's no longer working at Five Below because all the supervisors quit. What the fuck happened your last so, day? It was my last... So I'd already... Like, before this even happened, I'd already actually kind of decided I was gonna give my resignation because, like, just the amount of stress was not healthy for me specifically. And I have to, like, you know, look out for myself first. True. And so I was like... I just I, I realized you know I don't think I can handle this mentally right now the amount of like stress and just like the commuting with the hours and everything it was it was a little tough for a while so I was like uh, just for my own sake and my own safety I'm gonna put in my like resignation uh, but I was like but I I don't want to like just like I I already kind of sprang it on them because I didn't give two weeks notice so I'm like I'm not gonna spring it on them like the night before i'm at least gonna go in for my shift and talk to like the other acting like assistant manager like face to face and give my explanation so i went in and i did my morning shift but it so happened that that shift was the last day of school for the high school and middle school kids as well as a half day oh boy so we just we got swamped like they all came in. We at one time we probably had over a hundred kids inside the store. Like it was a lot of kids. It was madness. A huge group of kids filed it. I swear there's at least fifty of them in this one group. They didn't. They just came inside. They just started screaming at the top of their lungs and then left. Sounds like a senior prank of sorts. It was the weirdest freaking thing. It's like, why would you senior prank a store? Like, you're supposed to do that at school, you know? Yeah. But yeah, um, I got drawn, my attention got drawn to, um, this customer came up to me and was like, so those kids back there are throwing balls around and they hit this woman. Oh boy. And I go back there and she is just yelling at them. She is like going off on them. And these kids are probably 7th or 8th grade. And they hit her in the back of... She's an elderly woman. They hit her in the oh. back of the head with a what? ball. 
boy. And I was like just trying to calm everyone the fuck down. It was crazy. She was not helpful. Like I felt bad for her, obviously, because like she was assaulted with a ball. And uh, <laughs> I was like just trying to calm her down, but she was literally threatening to follow them and murder them. And I was like, oh my god, I can't fucking deal with this man. How so I was old like, is this woman? I think probably like 70. I had to guess. Alright. Like, she was like cursing them out. She was like threatening to murder them. Like, she was like, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you. It was crazy. And like, these kids were obviously like scared they were apologetic yes they fucked up they hit her with the ball like there's no contesting that but like she was definitely not helping the situation i was like i'm gonna like i like i'm gonna have to ask you guys to leave the store like there have been multiple complaints sorry the baby's like he's being he's being weird like, um, the only thing I could think of is, like, technically, like, if she wanted to press charges, that would be up to her. Yeah. However, like, so that's the new thing about retail is I can't physically touch, like, kids to hold yeah. them back. So, like, if they want to leave the store, I can't yeah. stop yeah, them. Yeah, you can't do nothing. I have no way of identifying them other than security cameras, but they're kids, so they're not going to be, like, in a system anywhere. So, yeah, they left. Um, she ended up leaving as well. The police show up, like, 20 minutes later being like, we got a call about a disturbance. I'm like, yeah, they're already all gone. Yeah, like, they, they, they boogied out, my dude. Yeah. Like, you, you're late. Like, yeah. where were you? Like, no, but, but they like, ended up hanging in the parking lot for, like, the rest of my shift just in case something, like, happened because they saw the amount of kids just loitering around. And they're like, this is probably bad. Yeah, see, that's why, like, when it comes to, like, Hold on a second. I just got my schedule for next week. Um, yeah. Huh, okay. I figured as much. I knew they were gonna do that. So we're. I found out today that we're off for the fourth. Like we're off for the fourth. I don't get paid for it. So my check after this one is gonna be one day short, which I'm fine with. Like I just. Mm. Anyway. Would you be able to swap it for a day you're normally off? So eh, no, fuck day. that. Fuck yeah. that. No, no. I'm gonna take my three day okay. week because I don't get paid for the fourth. Oh, like, yeah, I wonder if I have to work on the 4th. Like, and that kind of irks me a bit. Like, y'all gave us, a, like, oh, you can use PTL to cover it. I got a fucking kid on the fucking way. So it's Do you get I'm, paternity leave at your job? I already talked to my j- job about it. Like, I'm accruing as much, with the PTL I have left, I'm using that for whenever that happens. But you don't get paternity leave? Nope. I mean, I could request it, but I'm not going to get paid for it. So... That's why I'm trying to use my PT. Like, I'm trying to use it for that. So it's like, you know, it's either I can take a PTL day and have it cover one fucking day and, you know, or, because here's the thing. If I decide, okay, well, I'll come in and work an additional day. They're like, hey, if they're like, hey, Daryl, can you come in and work Thursday? All right, yeah, sure. That'll that'll give me my 40 hours. And then they turn around like, hey, Daryl, can you work Friday? Well, all right, yeah, sure. Well, I just fucked myself out of overtime. Whereas if I just hold on to my PTO for whenever this happens, okay, I have two days of PTO, meaning which at best, because I work four days out the week. Do you get vacation on, as well, or is that no? My PTO is my vacation. Oof. PTO, That's the one thing I will say about, like, being, like, at Five Below or just being, like, an upper manager is it is nice having that PTO plus mm-hmm. vacation. So I had 56 hours of paid vacation every year 
on top of just an extra day they give us on top of PTO, which we earn at like double the pace of regular employees. Okay. Yeah, like for me, it's just a thing of like, because um, worst case scenario is the kid comes on a Sunday. Okay. Best case scenario, he comes any day after like the following Monday or Tuesday. Because it's like, all right, if he comes on a Tuesday, okay, that means I got to leave work. Like, cause I'll probably be at work still. I have enough PTO to cover like whatever hours that I leave early and then the rest to cover a couple of days and then take an additional day because I have all three days in a row as it is. So regardless, I should be good. But like I said, it's just one of the things where it's like, yeah, no, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not burning PTO for additional day. Fuck y'all. Like y'all should have really thought about it. And then these fuckers are going to sit there and tell us, hey, just so you know, we're having a cookout this Saturday. So if you guys work, there'll be food here. But if you don't, you're more than welcome to come. Motherfucker, I got to drive 26 fucking minutes to get here as it is. I don't have fucking gas money to be driving out here for some dry ass fucking burgers. I'm off on the floor. That's just me. Anyway, I'm playing my next track because I'm slightly hurt now. <laughs> I'm going to play, um, hmm. Oh, damn. Uh, cause that's such. Oh, God, hold on. Like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna play New Day from the anime Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. And this is done by, um, what? Is, I feel I have the group's name here. Hold up. It's done by, uh, No Name. Anyway, here's the track.
All right, we are back. That was New Day from the game from the yeah, not the game, goddamn. From the anime Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash by um I believe they're called No Name. Which yeah. is spelled really weird. So this, this is the people that I played that song from Spy Family from. Oh, okay. Um, have you seen Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash? This fucking anime. Okay, like first off, hot ass thief that teaches the like I guess you could call him the main character how to be a thief. Oh, she is so fine. So fine. I want her to be my teacher and put me in different positions. Um the whole concept of this anime is it's an isekai. A group of uh, students are transported to another world, and they're told, hey, you know, you all have different stats and job bills and this, that, da, 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 da. And what happens is the one guy who, like, he's very strong, like, he's an older guy, so he's, like, you know, he's, like, older than the one group. He takes the strongest people with him to start his own, like, little, like, band of adventurers, and the others are left to their own thing. And this show is very... um it has some lighthearted moments, but then it has some very deep, heartbreaking moments as well. Um, it's good. It is ridiculously good. And the fact that it's only one season is fucking criminal. Is Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash different than Grimgar Ashes and Delusions? Is it the same thing? I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> Hold on. Let me check real quick. And why the fuck did I just open up my Windows Media Player? Hold up. Uh, Grimgar... All right, here's Fancy and Ash. You said Fancy and Illusion? No, Ashes and Illusions. Grimgar, Grimgar Ashes. Ashes and Illusions. Oh, this is the same thing. Same thing? Yeah. I know it's Grimgar, Fancy, and Ash. It looks like the, the novel series is differently named than the anime. Yeah, this, this is literally, yeah, this is the same thing. I don't know. Okay. Ashes and Illusion, yeah. It looks well, like, yeah, they just changed the name for the anime versus the, like, novel series. I'm wondering why we never got... Hmm. Uh... Yeah, it never got renewed for a second season. Okay, so... Regardless, like, it's... It's a great, like, I definitely, you know what, it is, uh, I'm putting that in for my suggestion. I think I've done it before, I think I've suggested it before. I know it's Grimgar Fantasy and Ash, so. This, this, look, I'm telling you right now, there are some lighthearted, but also some heartbreaking moments in this shit, okay? Like, um, get, I'm sorry, Gizmo, why are you sniffing me? No, no, no. No, come on, come on. No, don't give me that look. Go somewhere, go, go. Listen, you keep thinking you're like a, I mean, granted, you're a pup. Ah, my God. Get my, ah! Okay, this damn dog, okay, thinks it's a puppy. It is a puppy, but he's a very big puppy. Here, you want, you want to talk to the people? No, you just want to sniff the keyboard? Okay, ah, alright, alright, yes. Love you too. Ah, ah, got I'm still bad at you about the Leonardo thing. Go, go to mom. What's the Leonardo thing? So, Raven, ah, would you stop, Giz? So, Raven was, um, looking for something in the closet. 
And because we still haven't unpacked everything yet. So, you know, those Ninja Turtles things I had up on my wall in my corner. Yeah. So I hadn't unpacked them yet. I had them in a box and I only got one up, which was Raphael. And I meant to like get Leo and Donnie up there and Gizmo go. Um, sorry about that. The dog is just being a little asshole. Would you stop? I meant to get Leo and Donnie hung up there, but they were still in the box. So I woke up, I think, Saturday morning to find that when Raven went in the closet, they didn't close it all the way. He got in the box and tore Leo out of his box. So, uh, sit. 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 Stay. No, that does not mean play. So, Claire can see it. He chewed off his belt. Like, he chewed it out of the package. The thing is, I'm mad, but I'm not, like, super pissed because the simple fact of if these were the originals, oh, I might have to I, I might have to do something drastic. But these were the ones that are only, like, 8 12 bucks at Walmart because they're the reproductions. So I can get it again. I was already missing Nike as it is. So it's just a excuse to go get it again. It's just this would be my third time buying Leonardo because I bought him twice. Once to actually take out the package and put inside my turtle van. The other was just to keep inside the package because I wanted all four. Because I always wanted all four turtles. Granted, I hate Raphael. I just wanted to have all four of them. Let's say I had all four of them. So, hold on a second. Go over there. No. What is Go. This. I, I can't. I, I can't with this dog some days. Anyway, uh, yeah, definitely check out Grim Car Fantasy Ash. Uh, please stop sniffing my crotch. This is making, you know, that's episode title. Please stop sniffing my crotch. So, uh, did they get done playing Hades? Probably. Okay, because they just went in the room. Anyway, um, so there's been a good bit of news. Uh, let's see. Other than idiots and submarines. Uh, let's see. There was a, all right, we had a Nintendo Direct. Um... No Metroid Prime 4 news, though. I mean, look, Super Mario Wonder. All right, that looks really good. I will admit. I was like, like oh I'm my god, I, I'm actually psyched about Are that. Are you going to play oh. the Mario RPG? No. I, look, I know a lot of people are losing their collective marbles about that shit, okay? I've never played Super Mario RPG. I know a lot of people are happy about it. I'm, Wait, it's a remake? I didn't play it. It's a remake of the original. It's like, it's like I mean, I'd rather play a JRPG than a Mario RPG just because... I, how in-depth can a Mario RPG really get? I mean, but here's the thing. This thing has such a cult fan base. Really? And it's given them... Yeah. A lot of people rave about this game. Because it originally came out on Super Nintendo. I never played it. Uh, never was my cup of tea. So a lot of people are very happy about this. So I'm happy for them, but... Eh. Um, what else was announced? Uh, we'll go on. Um, like, we're going isn't there back. another Pikmin coming? Uh, well, Pikmin 4 was already announced. It comes out, I think, later this month. But... They re-released Pikmin 1 and 2 for the Switch. I think re-releasing a Luigi's Mansion as well. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion and Dark Moon, which I thought was really stupid. Like, I just want to touch on this real quick. I think it's fucking ridiculous that a lot of these game companies, rather than giving us new shit, they're just, we're just going to re-release shit that you already had before, but on current-gen consoles. I'm like, that's a fucking cop-out. So for so me, it's like if they're doing like more to make it better, I will be like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. 
Like the Mario RPG, they they changed the graphics completely. I mean, to match the current model. I mean, I get that, but all right. So I'll give you a prime example of doing something that like kind of irks. All right, it's just all right. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon coming to the Switch. Why? Why? To me, probably just is... because instead Why? of so having to buy like a retro console, like. I guess kids can play it now. But it came out on a it came out on a DS. Mm-hmm. I have it for my DS. Yeah, but see, we all have DSs because DS we were alive for that. But kids these days don't have DSs. Hold on a second. I want to look this up real quick. All right. So, Luigi's. Oh, I spelled Luigi's wrong. Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon for the 3DS. Okay. Yep. Let's see. So a. Good copy, brand new, free shipping, $32. Yeah, but picture, imagine this, like, a kid wants to play it. On His parents would console. have to get him. No, a ki- parent would also have to get him a 3DS, which is going to cost $130-something versus, like, 60 Depends on where you get it from. Like, oh, is this? Wait, was it a 3DS game? It was a 3DS game. Okay. Regardless, like, I just... All right, so they re-released... I've never played any of the Etrian Odyssey collection for the Switch. Okay. Because these are games that are stuck on the 3DS, all right? A lot of people are happy about that because this is something they can play. Case in point, all right, when they re-released the Final Fantasy VI, uh, Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Pixel Remaster for the Switch and PS4, okay? $70 for those six games, which I think is fucking ridiculous. But they updated it, made quality of life changes, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Folks. That makes sense to me. I just feel like a lot of game companies are... Banking on nostalgia. I mean, granted, there are some games that I'm like, yo, I really wish was on I a current I feel gen- like for a lot of them, they are doing the banking on nostalgia thing, but not for this one specifically. Just because the 3DS was so so recent still mm-hmm. that it is more... For this one, I think it is more just so they can make money on the new generation that will want to play it on a new console that they already have so parents won't have to go out we'll say no because they don't want to have to go out and buy a, another old console i mean it's just it bothers if they me. wanted to do a nostalgia thing they would have brought anything from the gamecube or earlier i mean it just like i said it bothers me because it's the thing of like okay i feel like they really bank on nostalgia because there's like a lot of games that's like on that's stuck on older consoles that we don't get and they're like, oh no, they're stuck. really banking on nostalgia a lot, but what they're banking on nostalgia is the Nintendo expansion pass. All of their good games are coming to that instead of being actually remade. So people, instead of just paying a flat $60, will have to continuously pay $50 a year to play. Which, in retrospect, isn't that bad? Because I look well, it at it depends on like... if people ever. Because the thing about nostalgia is like you're gonna want to replay it every like you know so often. So yeah. they're gonna get more than sixty dollars worth off of someone playing these, basically. Yeah. Is what they're banking just, on. The thing that gets me is I'd right, rather I, own it and play it as much as I want. I look at it this way. All right. Uh, Capcom, for instance. Okay. Um, I think it was last year they released the fighting game collection. Yes. Which I was very fucking happy about. Because there was one game on there that I would have willing that thing I think came was like thirty forty dollars when yep, it was when it first came out forty dollars I would have willingly paid thirty dollars just for one game that was on that collection willingly and I want to pay forty because a lot of the games on there I already have like I have Cyberbots on three different systems now okay the original Dreamcast which I imported 
And uh, you make it sound like I'm so terrible buying things on three different systems. Uh, the original Dreamcast, which I imported it, uh, the, uh, fuck was it, uh, Xbox One, because I got the Capcom arcade collection thing, and actually, no, I have it on four, like, either way, like, I have it twice on the Switch, because I got the fighting game collection, because Red Earth came with it, okay? So Capcom will release certain games that are like, but then there's other games that's like, all right, case in point, they have yet to bring Power Stone from the Dreamcast, the current gen consoles, and that saddens me. The closest thing we got to a Power Stone on a console other than Dreamcast was the PSP Power Stone, which I don't even think, I think it was either an anime or a P, I gotta double check real quick, hold on, um, let me double check real quick, cause make sure that I'm right, cause I'm pretty sure. Power Stone. Yes, I was right. Yeah. Power Stone Collection for the PSP. Okay. Only 30 bucks. I could do that. Yeah, but how many people have a PSP? I have a PSP. Well, lucky you. Wait, is this, <laughs> both, is this both Power Stone 1 and 2? Well, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, wouldn't it be better if they ported it to a new console you could get oh, rather than have wow. to buy an old console? I did not know that. So apparently... They put both Power Stone 1 and 2 on this for the PSP. Did not know that. I have both Power Stone 1 and 2 for the Dreamcast. But my point is, they haven't ported it to a current-gen console, and Capcom's just sitting on this series. Like, alright, Capcom's showcase was ass. Absolute fucking ass. Let's be honest about that. Nintendo, granted, they have a lot of, like, oh, we're bringing you Luigi's Mansion, I don't care about this shit. Super Mario RPG, a lot of people are hype about that shit. I'm not. The Pokemon oh, DLC. We, Can we not have any glitches and this shit actually works right? Did you see the Detective Pikachu trailer? No, I heard about it. I'm like, who the fuck asked for this? The animation looks worse than it did on the 3DS. Again, who the fuck asked for this? Okay. all they got, They're focusing so much on giving us spin-offs of Pokemon games. No, you need to fix Scarlet and Violet and the fuckery that y'all have done. Because I'm beginning to feel like I was listening to a podcast earlier today. Uh, it's called the SML Podcast. They do reviews on video games. And I realized something as I was listening to podcasts. We do not... We are not helping... Like, we, the consumer, are not helping the game industry. Because we allow the game industry to make certain types of games. And these are AAA blockbuster games, not indie games. Major franchises that have been established for years. And they release such shitty versions of like their most recent game in a franchise that's buggy as all fucking everything and we still get our knees and deep throat that shit every fucking time because it has a certain name on it and the problem with that is it does not make them feel we don't hold them accountable for shit case in point oh we're just gonna keep re-releasing pokemon games like all right uh, was it Sword and Shield? I never had any issues with Sword and Shield. I've heard people that did have issues. I never had an issue with Sword and Shield. I enjoyed Sword and Shield. Uh, here comes Scarlet and Violet. Buggy. The fucking raid, the terror raid battles. All kinds of fucked. A lot of fucking issues and glitches here and there. Save files being erased. Like, and yet we keep shelling out fucking money and Nintendo don't do nothing to fix shit. Or make it better. It's like, oh, we're going to patch it. We're going to this. We're going to... We're just now getting the home update for Scarlet and Violet. How long did it take for us to get Is the home update? Is that why you were on home last night? Well, that and 
so I got sucked back into Pokemon Go again. How? A friend of mine, they were like, someone that was helping me fill out that paperwork I was telling you about. They were playing. I was like, when did you start playing? That was, they were like, oh, I always played this. I'm like, no, I'm out. They're like, come on, like, give me gifts, like, be my friend. I was like, but I'm out. And now I'm back in. And you know, the worst part is, there's a Poke Stop right outside of my current apartment. That's hilarious. It's like the second apartment in a row, there's been a Poke Stop outside of my place. And I'm mad because there's a gym down the street from me that's my team, but it's full. Yeah. So I can't drop any Pokemon in. See, it's, that's what. So Julie's apartment, was, old apartment, was a gym. And they're a different team than me, so I just have I would knock out all the gym Pokemon <laughs> on their account, and then I would beat them and put my own shit in. Oh god, uh, I actually have a funny story about that, but let's play your next track of the night. And what's it going to be? Next track of the night is going to be it is the second opening to Summertime Rendering, which is not so you may. I want to say it's pronounced noisy, like American pronunciation, but noise, no noise. I fucking don't know, but Oscar. Okay. Yeah, that's a you made noisy. Yeah, bye. All right. Anyway, right. here's the track.
hear about the destiny 2 announcement and we're back uh did not hear about that but before we talk about that are, are you gonna behave yourself while i'm recording I, I, I guess both the baby and the puppy just want to be part of the show tonight <laughs> um that was uh natsume noisy from summertime rendering that's the ending or the beginning uh second beginning all right second but beginning um me and claire have talked about this show in length Claire, you've already finished this show, right? Yeah, so... I still need definitely to. definitely finish it. Like, this, so I you know, really liked it. I've heard I'm, such I'm mixed reviews on it, though, is the weird thing. All right, so I'm going to watch it, and then next episode we'll talk about it. I'll give you my thing, because I do have a review on a movie. Actually, two movies. Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait, I reviewed Avatar Way of Water, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Okay, so I finally watched John Wick 4. But anyway... You know, go watch Summertime Rendering. I think we've talked about this before. But, all right. What is your news about Destiny 2? So, I personally haven't seen this yet. So, this is all hearsay from my friend who mm -hmm. was like, have you heard? Because he knew. So, when we first met, you know, I was still heavy into Destiny 2. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking then, about getting back into it. So, that's, I've also been, like, for months, been thinking about getting back into it just to play through the campaigns and shit. Mm -hmm. um, they might be bringing Cade back. See? And they do that, I'll definitely be willing to play it. I will. All right, cool. Boy. We're uh, part of a fire team, I guess. Okay. I just got to get, um, I'd have to either, not. I might be able to wiggle something this upcoming paycheck next week. I was going to say, um, not, if, what was the last one you played? Forsaken. I okay, have to um, so you still have to get, um, so I haven't gotten Witch Queen either. Witch there Queen, is another one, like, though, was it? I think it's the Witch one Queen. on the moon where Moon was predominant. What was that one called, though? I think that's the Witch Queen. No, well, oh yeah, another. So not the Moon, Mars. I'm thinking, is it Mars? We'll figure it out. We'll figure we it out. Will. But yeah, yes, the older ones are so old now; they're always on sale. Yeah, like well, I have for yeah. And like, you know, um, wait, no, this doesn't apply to you because you're not playing on PC. Well, they're cross-platform. I know, but if you were able to play on PC, you could buy them on discount. That's going to be summer sale. Uh, they'll probably be on discount on um, Shadow Xbox. Keep. You still need to play Shadow, Shadow Keep. Keep. That's it. They'll probably be on discount on Xbox. Soon. I'd say get Shadow Keep definitely. Um, if it goes on sale, because that's the next one you need to play. It's the oldest one, yeah. other than Forsaken. I do want to play through the campaigns and um. And I'll, I'll ultimately... replay through the campaigns with you. Because yeah. ultimately, here's what happened with me in Destiny Two. So, just to give an idea, with sorry about that. Good. I feel like we've talked about this at life before as well it becomes very grindier pay to like no skip, it wasn't right? even that it wasn't that that's not what got me i didn't enjoy i didn't mind the grind for like destiny one so i didn't really things. i don't mind the grind except for the fact that if you don't grind a certain amount you just fall behind like to everybody else it wasn't even that for me because here's the thing so with destiny one that was my religion all i would do is go to work and play destiny one because that's around the time eric was born so I played that a lot, and um, Sword Art Online 2 is what got me into Destiny 1. Um, and I used to play that a lot, and I did a lot of single-player play. If it wasn't a, if it wasn't like a Nightfall or a Raid, 
I ran a lot of stuff solo by myself, so I didn't care about keeping up with people because I didn't like PvP. Oh, see, that's what I did for even like the beginning of two. I did that for the mm -hmm. most part, except when it came to yeah. So I was more into PvP when I joined a clan. Well, so what happened was with Destiny One, I beat. I would get. I played like again. I played it religiously to the point where all I could do was raids. I couldn't do anything else but raids. Yeah, buddy. Hi. I couldn't do nothing but raids. Like, so... And the only raid I never beat was Wrath of the Machine. I beat all the other raids, and I got all the armor I could get for my hunter. Which was really weird, because the final raid they had... No, no. Was it... Was it the, um... Was it the Taken King? Was that the last raid? Or was it so. Wrath of the Machine? Because Rise of Steel was the last DLC for Destiny, right? I don't think so. I want to say Rise of Steel was the last one. Because I never did, I never could finish Wrath of the Machine. All right, let's see. I didn't have enough people to do the raid. Destiny Year One expansion began with, let's see, The Dark Below. Beat the, um, beat the Dark House of that. Wolves. Never got that. I only got it after, um, I got it when I got, um, The Taken King. Oh, no, you were right. Because, yeah, it's Taken King and then Rise of Iron. Okay, Rise of Iron, that was the only raid I didn't beat. Because, like, with the Taken King, that raid, oddly enough, the first time I ran through that raid, I got all the armor pieces for my hunter that you could get with that raid. And my friends were bugging Did out. Did you I'm throw, like, what was it, what was that item called? It was, like, something of tens to get better drops. I think I might have. So that's what my sure. friends and I always did. Like, we'd go on those major raids, and you'd drop that item, and it just increased your chances. I know it's a cool... Yeah, I know it's a cool... Uh, I remember when I first got Gallahorn, my one friend was pissed because we did a Nightfall event, me and my cousin. And when we got the end of Nightfall, I was like, oh, Gallahorn. And then when we were doing the um, the Bolt of Glass, and I pulled out, he goes, you have a Gallahorn? I was like, yeah, I got it from a Nightfall. You got it from a Nightfall? He was so pissed. I don't know. So for me, like... Obviously, in major boss fights and in certain PvP instances, like your heavy is very useful. But I'm just like not a heavy. User. No, he was just he was just tripping out because I had an exotic he'd been oh, trying to get yeah. from the vault of glass for like weeks. Oh, um, <laughs> so yeah. I gotta say, I do love a good exotic. The perks are just so much better than on any legendary you find. Well, my favorite exotic was always Thunderlord. I forget the name of it. I. It, I have this exotic hand cannon in two. I, they probably get fucking sunset in it. Yeah. But it well, had explosive rounds, so you hit, and then there's a second hit. I think I know what you're talking about. And it's great PvP. Well, I forget what it's called. But, uh, like something so, sun or something. So with Destiny 2, I played the main game, and then when um, Leviathan came out, I mean, when the first raid came live, the Leviathan, I played through that thoroughly. So you played through... Beyond Light, right? Or no? No, no I haven't. I'm getting to that point. So, Destiny 2, I played through, did the Leviathan, ran it till I had all the I had all the armor for my hunter. Because I didn't feel like running through with my Titan or my Warlock. Because I did make a Titan and Warlock because I liked the other subclass. I was like, but for the raids, I'm going to do Hunter. And then the first two DLCs came out, which was like um, the Warmind and whatever the other one was with like, I think it's Uranus or Jupiter or whatever. And it just had like an extra campaign mission or two. And there was no raid. It was like, oh, there's lairs. I was like, what the fuck's a lair? Oh, it's different parts of the Leviathan. I'm like, what? Oh, no, yeah. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So I just stopped playing. And then when Forsaken came out, I was like, all right, now I'm back because there's another raid. And then I got really busy with work. 
I just never went back. So, honestly, Shadowkeep wasn't great. If you wanted to skip that, would not hurt at all. If anything, here's the thing. I want to go through and I want to beat all the raids before doing uh -huh. the most recent raid. Uh, no, leave my mic alone before I put you back in bed. And you just cry. No, leave, leave the mic alone. Sorry, people. Uh, my son, Kai, decided he doesn't want to go to sleep tonight. No, leave the mic alone. Leave the mic alone. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, Shadowkeep has the raid Garden of Salvation. Alright, so I'll definitely like give that a look-see. But um now before me and Claire went like to play the track and start talking about Destiny 2, we were talking about some of these releases from these game companies. Like Capcom's thing was look, I'm looking forward to Extra Primal. I think that's gonna be fun. Everything else Capcom like they had a game called Pragmatic or whatever, and they're like, oh, it's not coming out yet. We don't have anything. I'm like I didn't even know this fucking existed. I'm pissed about Moss on Horizon. Is that still Primal, last... that dinosaur-looking one? Yeah, were you... Oh, yeah, this is... I was not excited about that. I, look, I'm sorry. Mech suits and fighting dinosaurs. All I can say is I really like Sony's um, releases. Uh, There's just... If you're an look, anime fan, like... I'm happy about Spider-Man. Not anime fan. Look, if you're a JRPG type person, look, there's some stuff in here for you. I'm happy about Spider-Man, too. I'm mad because they have a 19-inch Venom bust for the collector's edition. That's $250, but you have to order it through PlayStation Direct. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Plus, I just we just moved here. Last thing I want to do is just keep um, installing stuff into that thing. One moment, please. Anyway, just random ass shit going on in the background. Um, so you were talking. All right, so Claire and me were talking about the fact that Claire has Final Fantasy 16. I have Final Fantasy 16. I literally installed it. And I have yet to play it. It's just installed and sitting in my PS5. Okay, don't judge me. Okay, I've been busy. It's been. I mean, no judgment. It's more of a judgment on myself. Like, okay, I Claire's just, halfway like, through the it. fucking game. Claire's already beaten Tears of the Kingdom, which I have nothing against what you did, but like, all right. So I want you to tell me this, Claire. I, I want your honest opinion on this. Mm -hmm. Tears of the Kingdom is $70, correct? Yes. And it's worth every, and I'm not complaining about the price. It's worth every penny. Yes. Now, my brother, and if he's listening to this show, you just have to be mad what I'm about to say. He's going to sit there and tell me that my nephew beat Tears of the Kingdom from start to finish, just did the temple, did, did the main temples, didn't really do no shrines or anything. And went and beat the final boss without getting any upgrades or anything. Okay. That's great. Uh -huh. That's dumb as fuck. But that's so, great. Uh, so, I did some shrines. My thing is this. My nephew speedrunned Tears of the Kingdom. And now he's going through and like, oh, now I'm 100. You're dumb as fuck. I'm sorry. This is a $70 fucking game. And you speedrunned it. Well, so that's the difference is I actually have a list of things I want to go back to because, you know, I'm more of a, a 100 person. But let me ask this. Did you beat the game literally like less than a week after it came out? No. Okay, then. And the thing is you have more time on your hands than I do, which is why I'm like, you, you've already beat Tears of Kingdom. You're halfway through Final Fantasy 16. Whereas my black ass is like, oh, I moved and this and that. And like, I'm 
I'm at the Water Temple right now, and I'm confused as fuck. Because I was trying to play it last night, and I was too tired, and it was like, wait, I gotta go find an armor, and I gotta solve this puzzle, and I gotta find the king, and I gotta get up this waterfall. I'm like, you know what? Nope, nope. This is not something I could do when I'm half awake, half sleep. So I'm going to try after the show's over. And apparently everybody is doing a lot of things. Ugh. But yeah, I... So I kind of like get through the fairy dialogue. So there's something you need to do to unlock that. I also did not upgrade anything because I can't figure out how to fucking unlock it. Really, Kai? You're just going to pull my... my... Why? I'll what, say with what? kids, you gotta be careful what you have. Yes, I, I like just ah. Why are you smiling at my pain? Something's wrong with you. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Anyway, uh, I don't. I just think that's ridiculous. Like, don't get me wrong. I get speedrunners do certain things, but to me, it's like if I pay seventy. If I bought one of the boys a seventy dollar game, and they beat it in like a day's time, my first thing is gonna be. Okay, is the game broken? Like, is it? I paid seventy dollars for a game you could beat in an hour. It's like, I mean, you can't beat it in an hour. It's just I chose to. Don't ask me to buy you a game for a while, because to me that means you didn't sit and take your time to enjoy it. You just ran through it just because you're bored and you well, got nothing thing else is, to like, do. Well, my thing is, like, as long as you go back to finish it. I mean, he apparently like he beat. My brother's like, you know, oh, you're just shitting on his achievement. I'm like, I'm not shitting on it. That's a great it's thing like he did. It's like he's missing out on so much I'm of like, the game. My thing was right? like, you know, if he's if he's doing stuff like that, have him play a Soulsborne game. It's really just like a matter of like, so speedrunning is obviously like a legit thing a lot of people do. But like for game developers, the amount of time and energy put into like the small, beautiful details. Like you're missing out on so much of the good like, stuff, you know? You know I, you can make a pizza in this game? I've been trying to do that. Like my big issue with it was that like, he felt like I was shitting on my nephew. I'm like, I'm not shitting on my nephew. I just think what he did was really fucking stupid. Cause in my opinion, it's like, okay, if I'm playing, if I'm playing a game, okay. And I'm trying to enjoy this game and I paid $70 for it. I want to enjoy the fucking it's game. It's only stupid if he doesn't go back to try and 100 that shit. Well, that's what he's doing now. But I'm like, in the beginning, it's like, this is 70 Like, to me, it's like, you're not teaching, like, you're teaching your kids to not enjoy what the fuck, like. I really I wish there was, like, multiplayer aspects of this game because I would get this for Julie, give them all the best weapons, and help them, like, get through it. Like, I am the, I'm the Lionel Hunter. I feel like I should make that, like, my title. Oh is, like, my Claire God. the Lionel Hunter. Because I'm just like, you, I love Lionel hunting in these games. It's so much fun. I mean, I guess the point I'm getting to is like, speedrunners, fine. You go ahead and do that shit all you want. I think people that like do that with games, like you don't take your time to enjoy it. Like, especially when you spend a certain amount, like a $20 game. If you run through a $20 game, mm -hmm. fine. It was $20. You get your money's worth. I've done that. Like, all right. Remember when Redbox used to do rentals? Yes. Did okay. they not still? No, well, oh, video, video game rentals. Do yeah. they not still? No, they, they haven't done that in a while. I'm pretty sure the one near me still has video games. Mm, I'm pretty sure it does not. I'm going to check this. Okay. Next to my but anyway, um, so I rented two games for Redbox, and I, I beat them both in a day and then took it back. First well, one that's what was, you um, need to do for Redbox, that yeah. you pay per day. Well, the first one was X-Men Mutant Destiny. I beat it in, like, less... I beat it in a night's time. And then took it back. And the other one was Spider-Man um, Edge of Time, which was a indirect, well, basically a direct, indirect or direct sequel to Spider-Man Edge of um, 
Edge of the Universe or Edge of Time. All right, wait. I forget which one. Shattered Dimensions. It was a sequel to Spider-Man's Shattered Dimensions, which is a great Spider-Man game. If you ever get a chance, go play it. Um, but regardless, I just think, like, when it comes to, like, games, like, when I was a kid, like, you get a game and you sat there and you got, you tried to enjoy it as best you could because you don't get that many games. And I think, like, even my kids, they're growing up spoiled to a point where when I was growing up, we didn't always have, like, the newest consoles or anything like that. To these kids, that's a normal thing. Having Oh, yeah, no, consoles. I have noticed that. So we had these kids come in today to GameStop, and this one kid was asking about Oculus prices. And his friends, he's like, his friends are like, oh, you're finally trying to get one? He's like, yeah, because, like, you both have one. I'm like, these are, like... 12 year, 11, 12-year-old kids. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, and I'm like, Oculus has actually even put out a statement saying that kids below 13 shouldn't use them for their eyesight. Yeah, because it's like, you got adults that get motion sickness from this stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure my cousin bought these for her kids as well. Like, they like, both I, have one. Like, I bought, um, I bought the boys a PS4 back in April, okay? <laughs> that ran me, um... 189 i believe for a 500 gig one. Oh yeah the original is 190. yeah like it ran me like one 200 and some because i also got a warranty on it yeah so it ran me like 200 and some change fine no problem all right they're old like this is the current generation where like they're old enough to have it so right now these boys have a switch a ps4 down there a spare ps4 up here and then their own xbox one up here okay when i was growing up we had a sega genesis and we didn't, like, we didn't get, like, we had a Nintendo 64 when PS2 was a thing. So, I didn't get consoles growing up. My parents were, my mom was super against video games because I mean, she's like, you, they melt your brain. Uh-huh. And now um, the drugs you've done in your life. <laughs> yeah, no, but I didn't do those at that age. I didn't start doing drugs till I was well into my, like, mid-teens. Thank you. I mean, I mean, I've heard that like when I was growing up as a kid. No, like, it was a, oh. it was a fear thing that the media put out in like yeah. the early two thousands. My mom fed into that. My dad did not, so he luckily stuck some video games onto our computer. So yeah, I remember you play them, but we weren't allowed to actually own consoles until I was about, I want to say close to like thirteen or fourteen. My mom finally let us buy, <gasps> let me buy a DS Lite with my wow. own money. I feel old. Um. Like, Man. I bought, like, original Game Boys later in life. I bought, the thing is, I I played them. I played a ton of video games, but always at a friend's house. I was never allowed to play it at my own house because we weren't allowed to have them. But all my friends had video game consoles, so I just played at their house. Well, we're going to play the next track, and then I'm going to continue this conversation. Um, Which I think, oh, it's my last track of the night. All right. All right. This is Speed to Matsu. From the anime, let me make sure I get this name right, Kai. I need you to chill. Okay, Rampo Kitten Game of Lap, Lap Lace. Uh, track is called Speed to Matsu and is done by Amazarashi, which we have played a lot of their music on this show. Anyway, here's the track. かけた街灯に照らされて目目作り返す人々の影ゴムの匂いと空気の湿り気静寂と呼ぶには花肌食べ従って 
定まらぬ視点腰を滑って東北にいる点がなむらがってどうせ無駄だって夢に焼け落ちてあとはなんもね行き先のない乗車券志願の終わりの夕景地球の裏の荒野へ早く連れてってくれ夏の庭に犬の骨獅子類類の日付それを踏んづけて明日へ行かしあの船血を吐くまでは撃たれ放射状北の山瀬そこに咲いた花でさえ私は許されて僕は舌打ちをしたこの町へ冷やした打ちしたのは町の方で砂場に子供らの神話体験その一つに男には宿ってたらまって綺麗な社会性乱れに越えて唾を吐きかけ蚊がうさがって来世疑って無様に燃えてあとは何もね Right, we're back. That was make sure I get the name right.、Um, Speed to Masat, Speed to Masatsu, by Amazarashi from the anime.、Um, ah, sorry, Rampo, yeah, Rampo Kitten. Oh my God, yeah, Rampo Kitten, Game of Lapplings. Is it Kitan? Kitan, maybe. That's what you sent me. Oh,、um, this is an anime that like I came across by happenstance when I was up in Buffalo. And I'll tell you right now, this thing is very trap heavy. Very trap heavy.、Um, I did not realize it is very trappy. What、I、kind mean, of trappy? It, it's a look, it's, it's not like etchy or lewd. It is, it's a like mystery suspense anime. 
But, uh, man, there are some uh, trap elements here. The one character is definitely a trap. For those of you who don't know what a trap is in anime terms, look it up. I'm not hey, explaining. Let's talk about Lolly. No. Mm-mm. I'm, man, look, you gotta look it up. I'm not explaining it to people. Oh, God. You go look up what a trap is in anime terms. I'm gonna leave it at that. Anyway, uh, it's a suspense anime. It's very good. Are you talking about, like, a Boku no Pico situation? No. No. There, There's no, like, I mean, there's one or two particular... Oh. Yeah. I feel like that's... Ugh, that's not as bad as Boku no Pico. No, it's definitely not. It's <laughs> definitely not. That's why I say it's not along those lines. But okay. uh, the one character is a trap, basically. And um, other than, like, there's really no, like, very lewd-ish moments. There's, like, maybe two in the anime. And they're not that bad. It just has to do with one particular character that's not the main character. Um, but it's very suspense anime. There's a lot of mystery to it. Um Definitely go check it out if you get the chance. Um, I'll put it in the anime suggestions. Uh, but me and Claire were talking about, like, recent... Well, first we got on the subject of, like, speed runs and stuff. Because, I'm sorry, I just think... Again, in terms of my brother and my nephew, how he raises his kids and does things in this household, fine. In my humble opinion, if I paid $70 for a game only for my kid to sit there and, like, crush it and, like a certain amount of time instead of like actually sitting there enjoying it. I'm not buying you anything for a while. No, you stuck with this game because games are 70 and up. Don't get me wrong. Um, back in the day, I guess like the original earthbound or final fantasy went for like 60, $70 for the super Nintendo. So what? yeah. Original price. Yeah. In the toy, I saw it in the toys. Rust ad. If I could pull up the thing, um, original earthbound, and Final Fantasy VI for the Super Nintendo ran about $60, $70. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Because I was talking to Purnell about this to one day. Like, this is ridiculous. He's like, dude, games, this is not something new to me. I was like, what are you talking about? And he told me about it. I was like, what? But that was like an unusual occurrence back then. Like, well, because not, these games... most games were not that price. Yeah, but like, I mean, we're just back, regardless. Like, I got that game for fucking free, man. What, Final Fantasy 16? No, um, Earthbound, when I was a kid. Oh, lucky you. My neighbor let us rip it onto our computer. Regardless, I just think there's something to be said, like, we need to teach our kids, like, don't get me wrong, you want to speedrun that shit after the fact? Cool. Before that, enjoy what the, like, I'm of the mindset, like, when I buy something, I want to enjoy it. That's why I get mad, like, whenever I get, like, a new game. Like, before, back in the day, like, I would get a new game. I'll go to play it, and as soon as my friends would see me pop up online, they'd be like, hey, man, come up in the month. No, leave me the fuck alone and let me play my fucking game. I hate that shit. Like, I want to enjoy this shit. Like, I just got home from work. I do not want to get online and get crushed by you because you've been sitting at home for the past day and a half doing nothing but playing this fucking game while I've been slaving over a hot fucking stove for, like, three fat white dudes who keep ordering cheeseburgers and fries and wings because it's trivia night. No, thank you. I gotta say, when I worked in restaurants, I barely played any games at all. I, I just thought... drank a shit ton. Well, that's the thing. Like, before I was a father and I worked in a restaurant, all I did was work and play video games. Like, I would literally get off work, come home, turn on my 360, play the game for a bit, get tired. Or I'd binge watch something on Netflix. 
I was not a morning person, and so like so my shifts were from like two to midnight, and I would wake up around like twelve. Well, the thing is, like, because I'd also go drinking after my shift, so I would not wake up till twelve and I go straight to work. I'm not really a morning person, but like I like having the morning shift now. Like ever since I became a father. Well, it's nice to be able to have that option. I was not given that choice when I worked in restaurants because they're like. Oh yeah, restaurant. Well, here's the thing. There's no like. There's only so I would also cover the morning shift sometimes. The prep shift was from 5 a.m. until noon. I don't think I'd rather work that early. Well, uh, once or twice. And so, so sometimes I would work both. I work from 5 a.m. till close to midnight. Well. When I became a father, that's when I started like looking for the morning shift jobs because I hated like working second shift. Mm-hmm. And then on my days off, it's like I'm asleep for most of the day. And then by the time I finally get up, I done miss half the day with my kids. Whereas now that I work morning shift mainly, like I like the idea of like, for instance, right now my work schedule is um, Sunday to Wednesday. So come Wednesday when I clock out, oh shit, I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, to quote someone that I quote something I saw, um, this is Facebook group I'm part of. This one guy named Qualen Dickinson. What he does is he does narrations for like favorite famous scenes in like anime and comics and movies and shit. And he puts his own spin on it with like today's lingo. And like he was sitting there, he was like talking about, man, you ever sit there and take that first ice cold, take that first sip of an ice cold beer after pulling a double at work? Knowing that you're about to be on a three-day weekend, I was like, yo, I don't even drink beer, but I feel that. Like, that first sip of an ice-cold drink, knowing, like, I just finished working a double, I'm off for the next three days. Like, I feel that. <laughs> That's how I feel come Wednesday. When I clock out and I get home, I'm like, I'm off for the next three days. Like, I try to get everything done Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday is just, like, whatever. So, but again, I just... <clears throat> I just want, I just want, I just think when you pay a certain amount for a game, you should enjoy it to its fullest. That's all. Like, not knocking my nephew, hey, you did something that a lot of people struggle with. But if you really want a challenge, go play a Soulsborne game. Go play Elden Ring, something like. But for me, you, my brother was like expecting me to like hype up my nephew. I'm like, no, I think that's fucking, like, I really wanted to tell him. I think what you're telling me is fucking stupid because you paid $70 for a game just for your son to like, burn through it also technically technically speaking you know the true speedrunners what they really do is look for glitches on how to skip through parts look i speed run survival horror games after i beat the first time around okay that's me but that's like after i beat it i'm talking about like you know breath of the wild players like you saw those mad glitches they find just to like skip through like such big areas Anyway, um, so Sony's press conference, eh. look, I'm I mean, glad. I'm not saying it was, like, the best thing I've fucking ever seen, but it was, like, it was better than Capcom's. Oh, God, Capcom. I put it like this. Capcom pissed me off on several levels, because I don't know what the fuck pra- Pragmatic was, but it was like, okay, it's not coming. Didn't even know this is it. I like so prim- the look of Pragmatic, but also, yeah, again, I'd never heard of it until I was like, oh, it's indefinitely canceled, basically. Apparently, people knew about this. I'm like, this is my first time hearing about this shit. Um, Exo Prime, I'm like, you're just showing me more footage of stuff, but like, I can't wait to play that game. Because it's on Game Pass. I'm like, hey, haha. Um, Did you see the footage from the um, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake 
I trail, ne- like, look, I've never been a fan. You were never? I have nothing against Metal Gear Solid, but to me, like, I've made this very clear before. I fucking hate prequels. I don't like prequels. I know a lot of people hype up Metal Gear Solid 3, like, oh, man, it's like the greatest Metal Gear. I'm good. Like, I it just, it, it, I have nothing against Metal Gear. I like the games. I've played Metal Gear Solid 2, but I have Metal Gear Solid 4 and I have Metal Gear Solid 5. I haven't played them. Hell, Metal Gear Solid 4 was one of the first games I got when I finally got a PS3. But I never played it because it's like, damn, this thing took up damn near my entire hard drive. So, uh, I'm pissed with Capcom, though, because, like, all right, so Monster Hunter Rise, I was really looking forward to, like, what the final monster was going to be. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be something cool. Because it wasn't, like, the, the DLC thing. Yeah, like, for Sunrise, it's, like, the final monster for Sunrise. I was like, oh, man, it's going to be Narcarcos. The, the bone cracking, or are you guys gonna bring back like one of the other elder dragons, or you know, what are y'all gonna bring back? Primordial Malzorn. What? Why? Why? And I was talking to my friend Sherrard, who helped me move my furniture and stuff last week. Like, me and him were talking about it. And he's like, well, you know, he has like, you know, he's really hard, and he has like a he, he has a spear and a sword and a shield. I'm like, that's great. But like, no, I wanted something else. I wanted another, I wanted either an old monster from a previous game or like a brand new monster. And you gave me Primordial Mauser. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like in terms of like DLC, like I haven't even, I've never finished, um, was it Winterborn for World? And I have it yeah. for the one. Never finished playing it. I couldn't get past the second monster to fight. Which is like the giant deer kangaroo thingamajig in the snow and whatnot. Um, no, no, not that. It's the fucking different form of Toby Kadachi. Fuck that shit. Because it inflicts poison and stun. Like, bitch, fuck you. Um, I liked sun. I liked Sunrise more than I liked um, Iceborne. 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 Okay, I like Sunrise. The only issue I have with Sunrise was I did not like. Like, I thought the wolf one. The wolf um, monster, because they went with, like, you know, horror monsters, Frankenstein, um, Dracula, Wolfman. I thought its armor would look cool. No, I did not like the armor design. I'm like, what is this? And then some of the weapons are just like, what is this? Like, I just... Bring back Lagiacris. Bring back Lagiacris. Like, give me back fucking um, the snake bird thingamajig. Give me back Nursila. Just... But regardless of the announcements of games, I think the only one I really was like, oh, man, like I wasn't expecting this, but I'm looking forward to it off the top of my head would be the Super Mario um, Wonder. Wonder. Which I'm like, man, it's been a long time since I've been hyped for a Mario game. I I really want to I, I want this. So because I didn't I never played Super Mario Odyssey. Wonder definitely looks good. Odyssey yeah. is great. I feel like uh, Wonder's the- different than Odyssey, though, because, you know, they went back to the 2D format. I feel like Wonder, even though I've never done this before, I feel like Wonder is something you should not play if you're tripping acid already. <laughs> no, Claire. That's not supposed to give you ideas. Well, then you shouldn't say things. Uh, but, um... Uh, so, I finally finished John Wick 4. I heard bad things. I am... You know what? Here's what we're going to do. We'll play your last track at night. And we'll talk about that and probably talk about Pokemon because I'm very irked right now with, when it comes to Pokemon. <laughs> so uh, 
What is your last track of the night? Uh, it is Fluorite Eyes Song, which is the fourth and final ending to Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. Four different endings. How many episodes was it? So it's it's not that long, actually. It is 13 episodes. But the thing is, um, the main character in the anime is a an AI model, like, idol-type singer. Okay. Um, I wouldn't even say idol, necessarily. So she actually tries to imitate idol, like, in the first episode, but doesn't do well because she's actually not idol. But so in this, basically, like, there are these AI robots, basically, and they are only ever designed with one to have one true purpose. And hers, her original purpose, so she was the first one to like be like fully human in like appearance. And her task was to like sing a song from the heart that would truly like capture like the emotion and essence and like like to re- reach people. And so, like, they incorporate a lot of the openings and endings with her actually singing in the show. Well, either way, here's the track.
All right, we're back. That was Fluorite Eye Song, and what anime is this from? It's Vivi Fluorite Eye Song. It's literally like the name of the the song, uh, plus the singer who's actually like it's not that. What is singer. what is this about? So it is about. So you know how like AI is a thing and like androids are a thing and like yeah, not quite the modern world yet. Like to that extent. So we have AI and we have androids, but like together, AI androids, they, we have human-like robots, which is like, what is that movie? Ex Machina. Like, okay. Um, so in this, it is about um, these AI androids are becoming like a more common thing. And then so this AI program comes back in time from the future to be like, yo, we got to stop this apocalypse from happening. Like, because there's all this, like, these, like, AI laws that are about to go into effect, like, to do with, like, AI, like, human rights, basically, but it's actually going to create the apocalypse, so you have to help me stop it. Alright, so the thing is called, the anime is called Vivi Fluorite Isong? Yes. So, the, the AI android that he chooses to help him is the first humanistic android and her one true purpose originally was actually to sing from her heart. Okay. It sounds interesting. It sounds like Terminator with a twist. It is very interesting. And um, this is one of the anime that was is also considered like it has some pretty decently choreographed fight scenes. Was I will say the only thing is I think. Maybe it has to do with, like, the art style to me for, like, a newer anime, like, definitely, I feel like, maybe it's just, like, the, I don't actually know which production company was used. It's a little, like, I don't know, the style is a little off to me, like, not animation necessarily, but, like, the animation mixed with the fighting style, like, it's not as clean cut as, like, say, some of your, like, triple A's. Is this something that you would suggest? Um, so I've only gotten about halfway through I like it so far, but I would say, as of right now, it's a maybe. Okay, well, I'll put in the suggestions just in case. Uh, I like so, the music, for sure. Like, all the songs are great. All right. Well, I know um, we were sitting there talking about the Summer's Game Challenge, so I've already knocked one game off my list, Bayonetta 3. Which, so, I will say this. For the way they ended that series... And well, so what I've heard is that it will be another game. Okay, have you beat Bayonetta 3 yet? Yeah. Okay, so I like that twist at the end of it. What makes you think, like, oh, so the first two games were this and this game. Oh, wow. Like, to me, I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Because there were certain things that happened between 1 and 2. I'm like, wait, but why does it 2 reference this and 3 doesn't reference any of it? Oh, and then I like the fact that they finally... You know, they finally did that whole thing with the shipping of two particular... I'm like, all right, finally, yes, I would say, because everyone I know is more upset about that, because obviously, like, we could see that coming to an extent, but everyone is upset that they cut out the gay canon shipping. Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. Because, you know, even uh, the director made it canon. But my thing is this. They've never once really They didn't put it in the game, but the director and creator talked about it. And... They, they've never really touched on it in the games. They've talked about it. But I feel like it, that's the but... sad thing is they could have. And oh, my God. Let's would, be you honest... just, would you just let my boy have his moment? No, Can my boy like, have his he's moment? He's a clumsy-ass 
and like two hot lesbians going at it. How are you a clumsy ass? You're just an ass. <laughs> Am I clumsy? Thank you. I'm a clumsy ass. No, you're just an ass. Let let my boy have his moment. That's all I'm asking. Okay. I do like the way they end it, but at the same time, it was a little, uh, because, so I would give. Just picture her and uh, Jean having sex, though. Look, there's plenty of dolgency like that, and I've (laughs) read a lot of them. So, um, some have been some futa stuff. Some have Mm. been some just straight up lesbian. I am here for the futa. Regardless. I feel like that could be an episode title. I'm here for the futa. I'm here for the futa. You know, yeah, that's episode <laughs> I'm here for the future. Oh, God, it's just the number one I'll explain later. <laughs> like, it's so funny you say that, because actually I was recently just watching a porn that was very similar in style to that. I mean, there's a lot of... This is porn great future porn. Uh, no, just, like, porn. Like, actual porn? Because yeah. I've seen some porn like that. I'm like... Yeah, no, actual porn, ooh, not hentai. This is a no, thing. it's a thing, and I'm like, I'm so here for that. Like, like I've seen, but I saw like, that like years ago. It's great. It's good stuff. That, that's something I feel like I got to talk off camera about. Oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, no, it's just like, all right. So in terms of Bayonetta three, here's the thing. Like, I think it's the best one out of the first, out of the entire trilogy. One, I love the amount of weapons you get. Um, I love the place out. The only sections that I had an issue with were. Because two of the plot twists I saw coming from a mile away. Uh, the one I did, well, the one plot twist I saw coming from a mile away. The other one, like they started hinting towards them. I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Um, I did not like the viola sections. I don't like the way she plays. She plays. She's very stiff. Oh no, I agree with um, that. Not like. I did like the deep, the slave contract attacks and things like that. God bless. Um, I loved being able to transform. Yes, that was fun. Um, because, like, for instance, so the two weapons I used more than, any, like, the one weapon I used more than anything was the uh, spider yo-yos. Oh, yeah. No, that was my favorite weapon. Because yeah. I enjoyed the fact she's just, like, rollerblading through the thing. And then you can turn into a spider and, like, climb up stuff. Yeah. I found so many things. I used that um, definitely the most as well. When I locked the frog, which it's a spear, but it's also a mic stand. Um, I liked the song from that, too. It was actually really Yeah, cool. oh, God, yeah. It was, um, the mu- the entire soundtrack is dope. Like, maybe I'll play that as a bonus track. Um, I uh, what the oh, Pizza is doing a deal with the n- new Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, sorry, I'm look because it's a commercial. You say Pizza's doing a deal. Oh, you pizza know what's really good right now is Pizza. Pizza Hut's doing a deal, I guess, with the new Ninja Turtles movie. There's a new Pizza Hut like right by my house. It's where the old GameStop used to be. See, oh, it's a oh, they brought back the big New Yorker. Oh, okay, but regardless. Um, I used to work at Pizza. It was my first job. Anyway, uh, I give Bayonetta 3 8 out of 10. I would give it a 9 out of 10. Because I here's the thing. It's challenging, but at the same time, it's like... I feel like for me, 2 was harder than 3. Two Look, 1 was the hardest out of all of them. Was it? 1 was hard. Yo, alright. So, in 1... What happened in 2 again? 2 was the one with the little kid with the cards... Oh, you're right. No, one was. Okay. One was hard as fuck yeah. because one. So the way one worked and how I just you got... remember that one tower fight with like 
Is it pronounced Jean or Jean? Jean. Jean. All right. So I remember that one tower fight with fucking Jean was like the most annoying for me. Well, for me, here's the reason why one was harder. So Bayonetta one, you had, all right, the way you got the weapons, new weapons was you had to find the records. Okay. And even after you found the records, you still had to spend the halos to unlock them. And getting halos, maybe it was either I just really sucked at the game. But getting halos was a bitch. <laughs> like, I think I unlocked one other weapon. I forget what it was. I never unlocked the best weapon, which was the, like, slime whip thing. I think it begins with a K, Kushalala, or some shit like that. Beta 2 was easier with getting right, weapons. I'm going to tell like, you right, this right now, I unlocked zero weapons from Bayonetta 1. I just played the game straight through, like, fuck that shit. I was trying to unlock weapons, just like, I didn't, <laughs> at some point I was just like, fuck it, I'm yeah, going to no, play that wasn't, through. Yeah, no, that was not happening. Um, I didn't enjoy Bayonetta, I never got the Rodan secret boss fight, and I ain't got that. Oh, back. from 3, or? From 1. From 1? Oh, wait. So, Rodan one. is a secret boss at the end of, you can unlock Rodan as a secret boss fight in Bayonetta 1, and I ain't got that shit to do. I don't. I, I ain't got that to do. Oh, yeah. I um, did not unlock that either. Bayonetta 2 was easier and getting weapons was a little bit easier, but like there was still some difficulty. Bayonetta 3, it is challenging, but I found the reason why Bayonetta 3 is challenging is because they give you so many different weapons that you can find a play style depending on which weapon you choose. So it's a point of like finding two weapon sets that fit you. Mm-hmm. So for me, the Spider Yo-Yos was the main one. And then my second, and it took till I unlocked it, was the um, staff that was, the spear that was also a mic, the frog one. Everything else was kind of, I guess, I don't think I ever used that one, really. In in terms of it, well, you don't get to, like, maybe midway close towards the end game. Um, In terms of the Infernal Demon Summons, I usually use the spider, the train, and then the Madam Butterfly. And the reason why I liked using the train because the train had two particular uh, infernal attacks that end of at the end of a combo that really helped with dealing with bosses or bigger enemies. So one was like one that like heads would come out and like smack an enemy down so you could get some free hits. The other one was like a line of cars would come with Gatling guns and just shoot the enemy in the air and juggle them. I gotta say, fight. getting the train for me, I want to say it was probably one of the most annoying because I kept falling. Yeah, the train sequence was definitely. <laughs> Like I said, there were some sequences in that game that I was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. And there were some sequences like, man, they just, they really went in on this game. And again, Sod 8 out of 10, best of the series. I would definitely pick it up. I don't like the Viola sessions, sections. Even the John sections were kind of eh. But the overall gameplay, especially some of the boss fights, like the one where you're singing with the frog. The, oh, 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 the, yeah, that, that was cool. Um, then there was, there's a lot of, like, it's a good game. Definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm glad I finally got off my summer game challenge list. Uh, right now, I'm still playing through. Um, it's funny because I hooked up. I remember I told you for the 4K TV, it didn't have an RGB port. Mm-hmm. So I had to get that adapter. So I hooked yep. it up and I was playing Maximal versus the Army is in on the PS2. And both Raven and Cheyenne were looking at me. It was like, oh my God, this game is old. Look at these graphics. I was like, yes, I know it's old. Did you get one of those? Um, did you get one of those component converters that has the graphics upgrade? Uh, yeah, you can put, switch between 720 and 1080. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I switched it to 1080. But regardless, I'll say the funny thing is, like, even at the 1080, they're just like, oh, this is so old. Well, here's the thing. Like, I realized, like, oh my god, like it was so dark, I couldn't see shit. Oh. I had to like turn the. Oh my god, I noticed up. that too. So I have been playing, replaying Dirge of Cerberus. 
Mm-hmm. Man, I can't fucking see shit. Yo, so like, I turned the brightness up in game. I was like, I still can't see shit. So I had to turn the brightness up on the TV itself. I'm like, okay, now I can see. Just so, okay, did you ever play Dirge of Cerberus for PS2? No, I've heard of it. Final Fantasy. So he plays uh, Vincent Valentine. Yeah, Vincent. The first yeah. boss is a sniper. Okay. I can't see it. Oh, my God. Uh, so Claire's already halfway through fucking Final Fantasy 16. I even started playing a fucking game. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. I got sucked back into Pokemon Go. And the reason why you saw me on home, because I was organizing a Pokemon, because I started transferring Pokemon from my Pokemon home, I mean, Pokemon Go to home oh, gotcha. to see what I had. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was starting, uh, I was uh, like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, oh, actually, no, I did, be, I finished two games for Summer oh, Games. Okay. I finally completed all the main quest lines of the Theater Rhythm Final Bar, which is the rhythm game for final fantasy okay yeah all right i remember you telling me that so have you beaten it or yes um okay, so, so i haven't 100 percented it but okay. i did the well, entire the quest clear well the purpose of the summer game challenge isn't to 100 exactly things. so that's it's why i'm counting it so, so once, like, i'm gonna go okay. back to 100 it later okay but i did get quest clear on all of the just quest lines okay so and that's the... the for the game challenge but i'll go back to 100 it later Okay, and the other game? Uh, it is still Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, you. Uh, all right, so that counts. Like, but here's again, again, you took your time. Like, yeah, I mean, I beat it in like what mid June. Well, I think whenever we're done recording, like, I probably do the editing tomorrow, but tonight I'm gonna try to get through the Water Temple. Yeah. Um, because uh, this weekend, like, this I gotta week say, like, up, once you finish all like the basic stuff for the Water Temple, it's a lot easier. Like, you already beat the hardest actual boss temple wise which the is Thunder the Thunder Temple one man look here's the thing so when I think of bosses for Final Fantasy like first off I'm gonna say this and a lot of people might give me flack this game is much definitely better than Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild still sits at the bottom in terms of the Legend of Zelda games I'm sorry I have a lot of people out there is like oh it's the best game no I don't think Breath of the Wild is that good of a game it's a great game but it's not that good of a game. You know why? Because y'all copy and pasted the fucking dungeon bosses. And that still pisses me off. I should not have to resort to hunting down Lionels and fucking the rock guys and all the other shit to get a decent or change up of a boss fight. Because you copy and pasted every fucking boss. Oh, have you noticed? Oh, have you? How much of the um the depths have you explored? I have yet to be there. Okay, I go only there. Went in to get the, and I only you went in and will the find the bosses again. And if you beat them, wait, wait, there wait, is wait. a chest. Wait, wait, hold on. The four bosses from the first game are in the depth. No, from the this current one. The current four bosses. Yes, they're also in the depths. So have fun with that in the dark. I'm just gonna get a bunch of those things and just shoot the arrows all over the place. Okay, That's just what light. I did. But no, just actually, so the boss light of the night. The boss stadiums are mostly illuminated for at least that one small last section. Okay, I'm gonna have to look. Be regardless, like. Uh, anyway, I got back into Pokemon. I was going through home because I'm like transferring stuff over and like organizing shit. And I realized I got a lot of good breeding stock because I was like, oh wait, I do have a hidden ability total die. I do have this. I do have that. So. It's just a point now of me waiting because and this to is see what got, the DLC will bring. This is the other thing I'm pissed off with Nintendo. It's that 
they still have yet to bring um they haven't given us a date yet and i'm like all right y'all so they, oh on- it was on the nintendo direct but with no date yeah there's no date here's the thing that's also pissing me off like okay y'all so focus on making this detective pikachu hey here's an idea how about y'all focus on making sure that this game doesn't fuck up when the dlc comes out like, I, I don't get it, because there was no... Yeah, I saw that. I thought it was on mine. There were no, no issues with... Um, yo, there's no issues with... um. When... Ah, uh, fuck, it was it? Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. When they came out, there was no glitches or issues. Oh, yeah. Um, I was, No, there was, I think, minor, minor, very minor shit. I don't remember. Like, I know a lot of people couldn't, like, download it at first. Me included. It was, um... I think it had to do with the raid dens. There was, like, minor glitches. That's the thing. Like, I remember you telling me that. And I remember, like, thinking, like, I've never had an issue. So, like, I didn't experience any, but I heard reports of. So, I think it was, like, a very minor issue. Over. Oh, my God. Have you played Diablo? Four? Yeah. All right. So, I. Ooh, ooh, I got such a complaint about fucking Diablo Did you hear about the DDoS hack? The what? Servers went down. I don't know if they're back up yet, but servers went down due to a DDoS hack. I have a complaint about Diablo 4, and this is my complaint. I'm loving the game. I'm loving it, okay? I enjoy the fact that, like, okay, I don't have to really play with anyone, but at the same time, if, like, you're online, there's people in the same server as you, and they're doing, like, an event thing right now, you can, like, join the event and get stuff, and, like, and it's not like, all right, I'm stuck with, like, overpowered people or whatever I get. Regardless, I'm enjoying it. My complaint. And I'm just now realizing, like, why people have to... So I've heard the word live service games thrown around a lot lately. And I couldn't understand why people have such an issue with this because I never really experienced it till Diablo 4. Now I know why I have an issue with it. I hate the concept of live service games because oh, you cannot... Oh, was this a day ago? No, this was a couple of days ago. All right, so it might still be under the same thing. So no, this I'm was... saying like when like I hate live service games in general because like a live service game is... But I'm saying like you had the issue where you couldn't get in, right? Yeah. Yeah, so because... that was a DDoS attack. Okay, but the thing is, if you can't get onto a server, you can't play Diablo 4. I could disconnect the internet right now from my Xbox One and still play Diablo 3. No problem. Yeah, no. Um, This was, if it was a day or two ago, it was from the DDoS attack. So it's not, a, that's, it's not, a, it wasn't a normal occurrence. But my thing's this. I do not, like, I don't like the idea of always having to be on the internet for a thing. Oh, remember, yeah, no, that's why, like, there's a huge thing for, like, a call for offline mode for, like, this specific reason. Yeah. Because, like, it's one thing. I remember, like, I think it was, like, I forget which, like, live service game. I think it was probably Destiny 2 at some point when something happened. And it was just, like, it just crashed the servers, basically. My, so, like, just, yeah, right, you so, don't need to be online. Like, if it's not, like, an online multiplayer type situation. Like, Destiny needs that, though, because it is always online yeah, multiplayer. See, but it's, like, if it doesn't need to be, like, create an offline mode for reasons like this. See, and that's the issue. See, like, if it's, like, a game like a de- like you said, like Destiny... You have to play online with people. Okay, yeah. so obviously, you'd always be online. This is Diablo. I should not have to constantly be on the internet. Because I remember year when Xbox One first got announced. And they made the thing, hey, you have to constantly be on the internet all the time to play your Xbox One. And they had such a backlash on that shit. There was so much shit with the original announcement of the Xbox One that Microsoft almost went under. And Sony's just like, hey, you ain't got to do none of this shit. I mean, but the majority of... PlayStation games has always been single player offline. Yeah. 
But like they're like, you ain't got to do none of this shit with us. You just turn on your game and you play it. If you want to be on the internet, fine. If you don't want to be on the internet, also fine. And now we got a situation where it's like, okay, Destiny, I can see that shit. But this is Diablo. Okay. Yeah. If I want to play like, and I don't think you can even do couch co-op with this Diablo. Yeah, I don't think you can either. Like, to me, I'm like, this is a fucking problem. I hate this. Because I like being able to do couch co-op shit with people. My thing I don't is have to that they only have it on fucking Blizzard Launcher. Like, my thing is, I don't want to be online all the time to play certain games. I hate that. Okay, if I want to play Destiny, okay, obviously I got to be online. That's right, Destiny. It looks like I you can that. do couch co-op with 4. Oh, on um, Diablo 4? Okay, that's something. But, but I still have to be on a fucking server. For me, it is more of a, they don't have it on Steam. I have to get it through Blizzard. But regardless, I still have to be on a fucking server to do this shit. And this is what bothers me. Because if the server's down, I can't play. If my internet goes down, I can't play. Why? Yeah, no, that Why? shit bugs the shit out of me, too. If it's not like an oh. MMO, and, like... Oh, and then... The even, I don't want to have to be on the internet. And then the even bigger... And I don't know for sure... I might have to be corrected on this. Uh, one moment, please. Can you hear that in the background? Okay, good. Okay, I was about to, like, chew them out because I thought they were being too loud. I don't know for sure. I read this somewhere, and I might have to double-check it, but apparently, so the next, the season pass or whatever, or, like, the first season pass or whatever the fuck, or DLC, it's going to introduce a new character. Now, apparently, you're going to need to get this to play the game once it goes to season one. Are you not going to be able to play the game? Like, like you're going to need to be able to, you're going to have to buy this in order to keep playing. So even if you don't want, like, the new character, it's like, oh, well, I don't want it. Well, you can't play unless you buy it. The fuck was that? I think I got a message on. Oh. Um. Oh. Wow. That's. No, my friend Jasmine just sent me some (laughs) pictures. Um. Um. Facebook, uh, they're very hentai-ish. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's just as I was saying uh, before, like my brain like went just. Uh, I just I hate the idea of just like I don't like that, especially for a game like Diablo. Okay, I don't like live service games. I really don't like it. I see why everyone has a big issue with it because this is an issue. Okay, like you can't like again. Destiny, it's a MMORPG. Uh, World of Warcraft. What is it? Final Fantasy 15? No, not 15. Final 14. Fantasy 14? Well, 14 okay. yeah, and I don't know. MMORPG. Like, there's MMORPGs, like, you can't play. Like, I can play Monster Hunter Rise without being online. Is it going to be hard as fuck? Yes. But can it be done? Also, yes. Okay. I can't play Diablo 4 unless I'm online. Yep. This is a problem because I don't want to play with people. I just want to play by myself. Why the fuck do I need to be online to enjoy this? I don't have to be always online to play Final Fantasy 16. Okay. Street Fighter 4. I mean, Street Fighter 6. I don't have to always be online. Although I did find out recently. Oh, God. So this kind of pissed me off about PS5. So apparently if you like playing, if you're playing PS4 games on your PS5. You have to be online in order to play PS4 games on a PS5. I did actually did not. Wait, does this include if you have the disc? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. 
because so remember i mean i, I guess like i'm just right. like i'm always online no matter what because i'm just connected I've, to the internet. i found this out when i was living at the old place back when ragnarok god of war ragnarok came out so the internet was off for a few days because i didn't have the money to pay it okay so i was just using my hotspot on my phone to handle it okay and fucking raven was out in the front room watching something Okay, and I was just using a hotspot for that, for like the front room. And I went in to play the PS, to play Ragnarok. And when I booted it up, because I had it on the PS5, it wouldn't play. I'm like, but the disc is in, it's installed, why is it not playing? Because it was the PS4 version. But as soon as I connected to the internet, bam, I could play. I was like, so let me get this straight. If I want to play a PS4 game on my PS5, I have to be online. So my guess is that it's because you have, like that, that wouldn't make sense. Though. It, so you're playing a PS4 game. On my PS5. On your PS5, but it's the PS4 version of the PS4 game, not the PS5 version of the PS4 game. Yes, it's the PS4 version of the game that I was playing on my PS5. I think there's something you can do to turn that off. Regardless. To me, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, so three things to just touch on. One, Diablo being a live service game is some bullshit. Two, Pokemon needs to focus on making sure that this game isn't buggy and glitched. Oh, instead of trying to make a Detective Pikachu. Have, and, what? Have you heard of watch any Oshinoko yet? Oshinoko yet? I'm gonna get to that. And three. I should not have to be online to play PS4 games on my PS5. But regardless, no, I've not watched that yet. Why? <laughs> you heard about the controversy. Oh, God, there's always controversy. What the fuck's the controversy now? Oshinoko is under fire for using a real-life scenario, including, like, direct quotes for that was like an actual thing that happened on a reality TV show in Japan that led to someone committing suicide. Okay, so two things about that. One, the fact they use direct quotes, bad. Yeah. Two, have you ever heard of a show called Law and, Order, Law and Order SVU? Yes, so the difference is they state that it's fictional and they make everything very, like they what? use the same MOs, but they but the change it this... just enough. So this was like... What, they like copy and paste it? Like yeah. word for word? What... Okay, that is problematic. Because Law and Order SVU, they do like... They make cover themselves on the storylines. But they like, all right, we're going to change like different aspects of this shit. So but they use copy and paste that from shit. From the things the oh. girl said before killing herself is what I've heard. I haven't seen this episode yet. I'm Ooh. still early in. Um... Ooh. The mom spoke out against the creators about this because her daughter killed herself. And, like, the things that were said were only said in interviews and stuff. And then in the show, they made it so the main character saved her life. But in reality, she actually died. Other than that, it's a great show. But other than that, yeah, no, that is, is pretty Ooh, bad. Wow, okay. Even so, a lot, most of the anime YouTubers I follow have made a video about this, saying that, yes, the creators are in the wrong. This is a horrible thing to have done. And just, like, yeah, it's 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 horrible, especially because the girl herself um, 
was on this reality show and she even spoke out about this before killing herself is that she's actually like the things that she did that what people thought were so horrible were actually the producers asked her to be like act like the villain and act a certain way and then people cyber bullied her into like you know so i'm gonna say these three things and we're gonna and we're, we're gonna call it a night uh first and foremost one um was this a Japanese reality show that this was? Uh, based so off? it's American, Japanese, and a couple other. There, it's a Netflix thing that did several different countries. You might have heard of this girl that she was a wrestler in Japan. All right, uh, it, was, uh, it was on Terrace House. Terrace House. I think I've heard of that, but I've never watched it. So, um, I just wow, that's fucked. Uh, two, um, this isn't me like this isn't me coming at anyone who gets offended whenever like someone says something bad about them online because i hear a lot of other like i listen to a lot of podcasts and the one thing i hear especially and the sad thing is i hear this from a lot of female podcasters they'll have people who will say something about their product and their feelings get hurt like really fucking hurt really quick and i'm just like of the mindset like i think we got one bad email from someone well you gotta Keep in mind, depending on what you say here, I will get very upset. Okay. No, I'm saying, like, we got one bad email from someone. Maybe I'm just a little bit more thick-skinned. But I don't care about what people say about me online. I know it affects a lot of other people, but, Daryl, like... I mean, think about it this way, though. She must have been getting only hate in her entire life. Well, like, that's it takes I'm one like... thing to just be a little offended, oh, because someone said something about, like, something you're doing. But she literally felt so overwhelmed like, so... by hatred that she would take her own life. Well, and that's the thing I was getting to. Like, we have a lot of instances and cases now where, like, while the internet is a great platform to elevate somebody, it's also a great platform that people use to tear people down. And I I'm not saying anything against it. Like people are going to feel the way they feel about certain situations and what people say. And they're allowed to feel however they want to feel based on how someone like critiques them or bullies them or says something about them. Okay. Again, like I said, maybe I'm just a little bit more thick skinned. I'm not ignoring the issue and saying like, Oh, toughen the fuck up or, you know, woman, the fuck up or man, the fuck up or anything like that. Like people will, human beings are naturally just vicious, evil creatures. And the internet has given them an even bigger platform to be even eviler. Hell, the word troll exists because of the fucking internet. That being said, when you get into a certain type of business, like we always joke about the fact that like, I don't want to do a Patreon. But if the show ever, like if this show ever took off and we like went big time or some shit, I guarantee the amount of people that would say shit about you or say shit about me or our families or whatever would be insurmountable. But that's the type of thing that like, I feel like we would both be prepared for like, Hey, we're getting famous. We're going to get some hate. Like the first thing, like I guarantee someone would say is like, Oh, that's the thing about this girl. It was, it was so like crazy. So she was already famous. So like, she was probably already used to a certain level of hate, but this just, I guess the build up, it went over the, it was fucking crazy. And in cases like that, I think the only thing I could say is, and I'll say this to anybody that listens to this podcast or anyone that's a podcaster in general that deals with that type of hate or like bullying, cyberbullying or anything together, find an outlet to be able to deal with that type of shit. 
because you can only do but so much. I know some people actually hire people to go through their Twitter and shit or their Instagram, whatever, oh, yeah, and like get most, rid of all the negative most, shit. Well, I wouldn't say get rid of I feel like most famous people, from what I can tell, they have, like, marketing teams. They don't actually deal with their own social media. They have a team who deals with it for them because, like, it's just, like, the amount of hate people get, it's, like, I mean, to be fair, like, obviously, yeah, like, we see people, I'm, I'm like, I'm, like, yeah, that person can fucking suck or whatever. Like, but at the same time, it's obviously, like, you never wish, like, death on yeah, somebody death, like oh, that. No, you never like, like I said, it's just, like I said, guaranteed, if we ever became famous, first thing people would say is, like, oh, the only reason why people even listen to the show is because she's a girl. Like, the only reason why he even asked her to be on the show in the first place because she's a girl, this, that, the other. Which I will say this right now. Yes, Claire is a very attractive woman. Okay. And yes, me and Claire have done things. But the reason why I asked Claire to be on this show with me is because I enjoy our dynamic and our banter back and forth. Because you can run a podcast by yourself, but it's even better when you have someone to bounce ideas off. Because me and Claire, while being on two, we could be our opinions mirror, but at the same time differentiate a lot on a lot of different things. Claire likes a lot of shoujo. I read a lot of shonen. Like, it's there's different things. Like, me Is there a shirtless guy in your apartment? I'm not answering that. Not my guess. <laughs> I just work here. Anyway. At the end of the day, I just... I, I, it is sad. It is tragic. And again, like I said, for anyone that gets into this line of business or in a certain line of business, that is something you got to be prepared to deal with, especially with the internet, the way things are. Just try to find a good outlet to be rid of all that, like, negativity and fuckery. And to the third thing I was going to say, um, again, maybe it's just because I'm thick-skinned, but, like, I've never once gave a damn about what anyone had to say about me online. Like, I have people that be on my Facebook page. Well, my thing is, I guess, so, obviously, like, I feel like I care a bit about what people say online, but not to the extent of that. I feel like sometimes the issue is, like, with famous people is it translates into their personal life because when you're famous you know you're recognized and like people like i feel like people literally will go up to celebrities on the street and harass them and it becomes not just an online thing it becomes an in your life thing that you have to fucking deal with all the time true that's why i never want to be famous if i win the lottery i'm showing up in a ghost face mask <laughs> ghost face mask that's it <laughs> like nope you don't need to know where i live you don't like, here's the thing. They can put your name. You can't even hide your name if you win the lottery. I'm yeah. showing up in a ghost face mask. Fuck that. But anyway, um, that's the show. But you know what? I think based off of what we were just talking about, that's the topic for next episode. Tracks from anime that have had some kind of controversy. This will so. have to be some more digging. I mean, there's a lot of anime. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, if you look but so far, yeah. you can find any con. Pokemon itself has controversy. Because <laughs> <laughs> episode 10 is going to be our, um, it'll be our season finale. We're going to do um, anime battles, too. So, battles from favorite anime, because the newest season of Bleach will be out by then. So, um, speaking of which, Demon Slayer ended on a, oh, God, fantastic note. I was... Honestly, like, so I was a great ending personally. Yeah, I thought I was hoping for a little more action than I was given, like, but you knew how, it was, but you know how it was gonna end, yeah. 
you knew how it was gonna end. Yeah, and now it's. I think it is a great transition into the next arc. Uh, but yeah. we're gonna be waiting until I think I've heard summer of next year, possibly. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of shit to hold us over. Um, but yeah, that, that's just it for the night. Um, I really don't have much to say about Pokemon other than I really hope that they get the bugs out of this DLC. I just want to see what the full Dex list is gonna be. Yeah. DLCs. Well, by the way, I. Finally figured, I'm going to say it off camera. I finally figured out how to replace it if I don't get Drapey on back. Okay. So, but regardless, um, she is Claire. I am Daryl. This has been Sephiroth's Playlist. In the words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night. Claire, anything you got to say to people before we go? Nope. Bonus track is going to be the, um, what did I say it was? Did you say something about Bayo? Um, what? Bayonetta. I might actually, you know, what? I'll play a track from Bayonetta. Listen, also, why uh, did you message me domestic girlfriend? Because I was trying to remind myself. Because like, so when I was going through the things, like, there's there's another anime that's less than twenty five episodes out, uh, less than thirty episodes. I want to put, and I I was driving <laughs> and I couldn't open up my notes because like I know I'm not gonna check my notes later, so I just messaged you. I was just girlfriend. like, I was like, <laughs> look, it worked. Because like you reminded me. <laughs> No, no, I want you to be my domestic girlfriend, Claire. Like, I want you to be girlfriend number three. You're froze, by the way. Yeah, I want you to be girlfriend number three, because I have a fiancé, a girlfriend. I want you to be girlfriend number three. <laughs> I mean, you know, here's the sad thing. You're very new age and very, like, you're not anti-feminist or anything, but you're very, like, the new generation of female. Like, you can do your, you provide for yourself. You're very independent. You can cook for yourself. You can do all this shit. But you're not very domesticated. I wouldn't call that new age. I feel like isn't the new age very like. Well, what I'm saying is like most people, when they think about like the new age female, it's like, okay, you can cook, you can clean, you can provide for yourself, but you don't do like um, domestic shit like knitting or sewing. I didn't know how to knit and sew. You do? I do. Oh. Oh, that reminds me. So next time you come up, there's a. They opened up a place called Ninja Ramen Ooh. in Lancaster, and it has takiyaki. And it's based off, yeah, takiyaki, and it's based off of like um, Naruto. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, so next time you come up, we definitely gotta go visit. But yeah, no, I I know how to do all the domestic stuff. I'm not just like a very domesticated type person in the sense of like settling down necessarily. Uh, we're both currently engaged in, in polyamorous relationships. Yeah. So. We're both domesticated at this point because we're settling down. You know, I mean, I, I've known how to knit since I was like 10, and I've known how to sew since I was like five. I never track my save. But yeah, it still worked because you remind me of like, ha, I remember the anime. Because <laughs> I was trying to think of the, like, because I was trying to think of a different track like in case I want to change up. But regardless, um, I'm going to play the opening to Domestic Girlfriend as a bonus track. The opening to, uh, fuck, I just had it in my hand. Death Parade, and then uh, Viola's, the track that plays when, during Viola's sections in Bayonetta 3, because that's the only thing I liked about Viola. Uh, not saying I don't like her look, I just hated playing as her. I she, like her look, but yeah, it was like, like I love the katana idea. No. I like the katana, no. but it was so clunky. Yes, it was just like, oh, you can throw it, that's great. You can do a, all right, that's great. You throw like darts. That's great. You can summon a cat on a unicycle. No, not a unicycle, a giant tricycle. That's great. I hate these parts. Can I get back to playing with my sexy witch? Thank you. Anyway, uh, here's the tracks. 
Good night. We'll be back in two weeks with um, controversial anime. Later.